You are listening to South Florida Sunday. Our next guest this morning is Michelle Miller, music therapist with our friends at TrustBridge. And uh, we want to thank you, Michelle, for being on the program with us today. And I'm very excited to speak with you. I've been a musician for many, many years, and um, this this concept of music and reducing stress is something that uh, I have been very familiar with myself over the years. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Music therapy can conjure up some preconceived notions in the minds of our audience. Tell us what is music therapy and in what ways does a music therapist interact with clients? Yeah, so music therapy, the definition of music therapy is actually the clinical and evidence-based use of music interventions to accomplish individualized goals within a therapeutic relationship by a credentialed professional who has completed an approved music therapy program. So that's a lot. That's the American Music Therapy Association's definition of music therapy. So to break it down a little bit, you know, we start with music therapy being evidence-based, which means it's all based in science and research. So just like a physician is going to prescribe a specific treatment because of evidence that supports that it's effective for treating that, it's the same thing with music therapy. We only provide different interventions that have been proven to be effective for a specific symptom or you know, whatever we're treating for that patient. Now, um, music therapists, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's okay. So music therapists use music interventions. Um, that's what sets us apart from other disciplines um, to work towards individualized goals. So the goals that we work towards might be promoting wellness, managing stress, um, alleviating pain, um, enhancing memory. There's many different things that music therapists can work on. Um, and we really work within a therapeutic relationship. So without that professional level of trust, caring, and respect, the client's project progress will be significantly impacted. Um, and the really amazing thing about music therapy is that the relationship is not only between the client and the therapist, but also includes music. And it really helps us to build that relationship and build that therapeutic relationship a little bit more quickly. And a little bit about how music therapists are credentialed. Um, Music therapists have at minimum a bachelor's degree. Many music therapists have a master's in music therapy, and some music therapists actually go on to get their PhD in music therapy. Um, We all study psychology, music theory, applied music, anatomy and physiology, behavioral and social sciences, and we also complete 1,200 hours of clinical time. Um, We're working directly under the supervision of a board-certified music therapist. Um, and then, you know, after we complete all of that, we sit for the board exam. Um, the biggest way that music therapists interact with our clients is through the use of live music. Um, all music therapists are able to sing, um, play piano, and play guitar. And many music therapists um, have other instruments that they can play as well. And we also bring in instruments for our clients to play. Now, exactly how does music reduce stress and provide all these other benefits? How does it work? So it's really neat how music works in the brain. Um, music has the potential to influence psychological and physiological processes, both of which we know contribute to stress. Music has been shown to actually slow down heart rates, lower blood pressure, and it can actually reduce the stress hormone cortisol. So I'm not going to get into how it all works in the brain, partially because I'm not exactly sure how it understands, but <laughs> music really is incredible to work in the brain and it can really be effective in doing this. 
when music's used in relaxation, um, research really indicates that it can have significant decreases in, I mentioned the heart rate, but also skin temperature and muscle activity. So your body physically is relaxing when you're listening to that music. One way that it does, music can do this is the way that, like I mentioned before, it's processed in the brain and music is processed throughout the brain. So, you know, if I'm just speaking to you right now, you're hearing me and your brain's processing my language, my words in one particular area. But music is processed throughout the brain and especially in some of those nonverbal areas. So right now when I say something, your brain might you know, go off in a tangent like, oh, she said this word, now I'm thinking about this. Whereas music, because it's processed in those nonverbal areas, it helps prevent our mind from wandering a little bit. So that makes it you know, more effective to help reduce that stress because we're really focusing on that music. Um, as opposed to getting distracted by something that might have been said. Now, there's a method of mood management where the music therapist provides music that will match the client's mood. Tell us more about that. Yes. So this is a principle that all music therapists use, and it's called the ISO principle. And it's all about, like, what you just said, meeting patients or meeting clients wherever they are at that time. Um, One example I like to use to describe the ISO principle is if somebody's going through a breakup. And most people, unfortunately, have experienced a breakup in our lives. And our go-to music for a breakup, typically, depending on the breakup, we're not going to go home and listen to something that's upbeat and happy and cheerful and just start dancing around because that's not what we're feeling. We're feeling sad. We're feeling depressed. We might just want to sit down and cry. Mm. So we're going to put on music that validates that emotion. We're going to put on something that you know is sadder, that is going to let us get that, have that catharsis of crying. And really let ourselves open up in that way. So that's really the premise of the ISO principle. And the way that music therapists use that is we meet our clients where they are with that emotion. So if somebody is feeling depressed, if they're feeling sad, if they're feeling anxious, we play music that meets them where they are. So rather than somebody that's really stressed out, feeling really strung out, their heart's racing, they're feeling warm, whatever's going on with them, we're not going to go in and just say, all right, come on, let's sit down and put on some nice soft classical music because they're not going to be able to physically relax at that moment. So we'll play something that's a little bit more upbeat that might be a little more stressful, you know, just because of the tempo, because of all the different instruments that are going on. And then once we get them entrained with that music, once they're matched and they're feeling the music, we then will change the different elements of the music. So we might slow the tempo down. We might take away a specific part of the music. If we were singing and playing a drum and playing the guitar, we might take away the drum. Mm-hmm. We might then take away the guitar until we just end with singing. It depends on what we're trying to do. If we're trying to elevate a mood, you know, where then we're going to add those parts in. If we're trying to... Um, help somebody calm down because they are feeling stressed out, then we're going to slow that music down. We're going to take those different elements away to simplify it a little bit. Um, Music, we know that faster tempos and more stimulation can increase those physiological indicators. However, once we're able to match them and bring them down, that there's all that evidence that supports that music is really effective at decreasing those physiological stress indicators as well. Well, it would be wonderful if we all had our own personal music therapist to help us through this. But unfortunately, in the real world, that's not the case. So uh, to folks out there who don't have access to someone like you, how can they use music to help reduce their stress in their everyday lives? And and what resources are available for them? So the great thing about music is that it's available to everyone. 
So you don't need a music therapist because you can go out and hear it as well and use music. Obviously, music therapists are wonderful, and there are certain people that need to have that extra level of support, but um, music is available to everyone. So the first thing I would say is use music that you like. Uh, music therapists always use we called our patient-preferred or client-preferred music because what you listen to or what you like is going to be more effective for you to help you relax than for me trying to say, here, listen to this music because it's effective. Um, there's actually research, too, that supports that um, music that causes tension or anxiety with yourself actually can decrease the blood flow and cause you to feel more anxious and more tense. So you want to use music that you like. Um, so that's the biggest first thing is to use music that you like. Um, something that can help if you know you're going to have a stressful event coming up. A lot of people right now are going through COVID testing. Mm. That's kind of stressful. And then you're waiting for that result to come through. Listening to music before that is actually shown to decrease your level of anxiety, level of stress while you're going through the testing and also while you're waiting for that result. Um, a more long-term project that somebody might want to engage in is actually learning an instrument. Um, once you've learned that instrument, it can become a leisure skill that's just fun to play and sit down. If it's a piano, if it's guitar, whatever that is, just sitting down and playing can actually reduce stress significantly. And if you don't want to learn an instrument, sing. It doesn't matter if you think you have a good voice or not. Just put on some music, sing along with it, sing a cappella, sing in the shower. Um, the actual act of singing can bring down that stress as well. And the same with dancing. Putting on music and dancing around the house <laughs> is huge at stress reduction. Mm -hmm. um, one tip that I can give you is to listen to music during an activity that you might not really enjoy, such as cleaning or if you're stuck in traffic somewhere, put on music that you like and it really can transport you from the space that you're in right then to a place that you know might be a little bit happier if you're singing along and bopping to the music in your car rather than focusing on the horns that are blaring and looking at brake lights. It can just take you into a different place in your mind. Um, one thing that I think is really a great way to help with stress and just getting yourself off to the start of a good day is starting your day with music. So you might want to you know, put a different tone on your phone when you're doing your alarm. So rather than having that blaring alarm sound, putting some nice soothing music that you like um, and starting your day with that. And then kind of using the ISO principle to play some more upbeat music and play some happier music as you're going throughout your morning so that when you're time to start your day, if you're walking out the door, if you're working from home, you're in a totally different place. You're not so lethargic. You're not so tired because you have the music that's helped boost everything going on your, in your body. Um, and one other way, um, there's so many guided imagery and progressive muscle relaxation um, videos out there. If you just go on YouTube and you can Google progressive muscle relaxation, there's lots of pre-recorded um, videos out there that can really help with just stress reduction. If you're at a point that you just need to sit down and take a break, um, they're anywhere from you know, three to five minutes to 15 to 20 minutes. And that's just another great way that it really is accessible to everybody, um, just using YouTube to find something like that. I'm sure in uh, your experience, you've had a lot of uh, uh, experiences with music therapy and how it's uh, moved you in various ways. Could you share with us a particular uh, story where uh, your use of music therapy stayed with you for a long, long time? Absolutely. So most of my career, I've spent working in hospice. And working with patients at the end of their life is such an honor and it's such an intimate moment. And it's just so amazing to me that families invite a stranger into their homes at that point in time. 
And one story that really always has always stood out in my mind is I had a family. I got a referral for a patient who I had never seen before. And the nurse that gave me the referral told me that the patient was at end of life and there was lots of family around, but nobody was really interacting with the patient. So I arrived at the patient's home and I actually had a hard time trying to find a parking spot because there were so many cars in the driveway and parked on the street. So I parked on the street and then I walk up to the door and there's a note on the door that says, don't knock, just come on in. So I do a gentle knock and walk in and there's probably 30 people sitting in the living room and kind of great room area of this home. And they're all in ranging in age from about two up to in their 80s. And someone notices me at the door and they just kind of wave me down the hallway and say, oh, she's back there. Thanks for coming. Hmm. So I go back down this hallway and find the patient in the back of the house in this bedroom. She's alone in there with one of our crisis care nurses. And she's comfortable. Her respirations are all even. She's been pretty non-responsive most of the day. And the nurse says, you know, she's, she's comfortable. Can you get the family to come in here? So I tried to find the patient's husband. And I found him in the home, and he said, I, I just, I don't think I can do this. I can't be in there. But he told me what her preferred type of music was. So I went in, and I started playing some of her preferred music. She happened to like Christian music. So I went in, and I played some hymns and just created this peaceful space. And before too long, I noticed the husband slipped into the room. Mm-hmm. And I thought, great. And he started singing with me. Eventually, he actually started requesting some songs. And before long... In comes her grandson, and then her son, and then her brother. And before I knew it, all three people in this home were now in this tiny little bedroom mm-hmm. in the back of the house, and they're singing with me. They're sharing stories about their mom, their grandma, their sister, all about her life. And it's just this incredibly powerful time. And then I played a song, because she likes Christian music, I played a song called I Can Only Imagine. And the song talks about what it's like when someone who believes it makes it to heaven, if they're going to be dancing, if they're going to be speechless, and what they think is going to happen. And after the song, I asked her little grandson, who I think was about three, and I looked at him and said, what's your grandma going to do when she gets to heaven? And he told me, he looked at me and said, she's going to dance. <laughs> and the patient who hadn't spoken a word all day said, yeah. And it was such an amazing moment for that family to know that, oh my gosh, she's still listening. She's right. still here with us. She does hear us. And it just completely transformed, you know, that home (laughs) at that point in time and completely transformed the dying experience for that family and for the patient. Um, She ended up dying a couple hours later, but she was surrounded with her family who kept singing and sharing stories about her life even after I left. So that's just one of the incredibly um, powerful experiences that I've had with music therapy. Wow. You just gave me goosebumps just listening to that. (laughs) That's yeah. a wonderful that's a wonderful story and we appreciate you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for being with us on South Florida Sunday. Uh, Michelle Miller and thank you for talking to us today about uh, music therapy and how it helps to reduce stress. Thanks for being on South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much for your time.